Welcome back to America Uncanceled with public school districts across the country eliminating transparency, pushing CRT and radical gender theory on our children. Some brave parents are standing up and taking back their school boards. Joining us today was one concerned school parent who decided to make a difference by winning an election for a seat on her district school board in Frisco, Texas. We have lots of friends in that area. Champion, trans, championing transparency and accountability, Stephanie Alad joins us today to encourage other parents to do the same. Stephanie, thank you for joining me. Thank you. So Stephanie, I know like I, we've been doing a series where we've been talking to different parents uh, that have really gone actively involved in their communities. Just last week, we talked to two moms in New Jersey who basically uh, spoke up and, and, and talked in these school board meetings, basically saying, look, you, you've got pornography in our schools and hey, we want those books out of there. Uh, and then they get sued by the school librarian. So what you're seeing is this phenomenon happening across the country where parents woke up and said, we need to stop this woke agenda. Tell us about your story. How did you get involved and decide I've got to run? So it was about two years ago, I attended a school board meeting. I think it was probably my second, maybe third school board meeting that I had ever attended in the, um, we've been in this district 10 years now here in Texas. And I went to a school board meeting and that I heard that a bunch of parents were going to talk about masks. Cause at that point, the kids were still um, having to wear masks to school. The schools were open, but this was, you know, already a year post COVID and they were still wearing masks. So I went to talk about that. And um, essentially what happened was, is the, the school board president at the time had said, this is our meeting, meaning theirs and not ours. And it just kind of lit a fire in me, I guess, for lack of a better word. And I just thought I need to do something. It's not okay to treat parents as an intrusion in their children's education especially in, and in their community. And so long story short, I ended up deciding to run that it was a year after that. So a year ago now, and I've been on the board one year. So uh, what was your message when you decided, okay, I, I'm gonna run for school board and what did you find that most parents wanted to, to know about you and, and really a message that you would say resonated with so many of these parents? I think that it was really about, you know, I talked a lot about teacher retention because we had lost hundreds and hundreds of teachers in our district and no one seemed to really wanna address that. And I have a human resources background, so I felt very well able to discuss that. But I also ran on, you know, transparency and transparency, excuse me, and accountability, because one of the things that I've noticed is that, you know, these school districts have these massive budgets. Our budget, just our general fund budget alone, is over seven hundred million dollars here in Frisco, or the ninth largest district. And you couldn't really get a lot of good information. Even as a trustee now, sometimes I struggle getting information. I get a lot, but sometimes there are things that I ask for that I can't get. And so it's really, where does the money go? What are we spending it on? What aren't we spending it on? And so that was certainly an issue that I ran on, um, you know, and just again, treating parents with respect and the authority to make the decisions for their, their students, um, what they think is best and making sure that the government, you know, just educates the children and not tries to, uh, you know, present any kind of ideology. This was also going on when there was that controversy with the National School Board Association calling parents domestic terrorists. So I was running while all that was going on. And so a lot of parents were concerned 
about that as well and making sure that they have the freedom to to speak and to really be in charge of parenting their children. So um, let me ask you this. Did you all win that majority back in, in May when you ran in the school board? No, we did not. No. So I'm on the board and there's another conservative on the board um, that are kind of running on, kind of ran together how, on these how many, issues. How, how many board us. members are there? Seven total. Seven total. So then what have you, what has happened since you've been on the board? Do you find that those that are, don't necessarily, those school board members that, you know, want to keep the status quo, really want to push this more progressive agenda, has there been uh any any wiggle room where you all have been able to come up with some good common sense solutions or are they pretty much stuck with this mentality of pushing gender ideology critical race theory and all these other issues that we know have really been i think very detrimental for our children so we did in our district um we did do a bathroom policy last fall because the district didn't have one um and the policy was very simple it said boys go in boys' bathrooms and girls go in girls' bathrooms um, and locker rooms and, and sports teams and things like that. And we had used a policy that had been adopted in a neighboring district here in North Texas. And so we put that on the agenda and it caused a lot of controversy in our community um, with those that disagreed and it got local and I think state and maybe even national media attention. And it was, it was you know, a lot of discussion and things going on. Um, the policy did end up passing 7-0. Unfortunately, the district is, is making exceptions to that policy. And I right. think that's why some of the other board members voted for it was because the district said, this isn't gonna change anything we're doing, which in some cases, the district is allowing boys to use girls' restrooms and vice versa if the parents agree and if the students insist, rather than using like the nurse's restroom, which is the majority of the students who experience um, gender confusion, that's where they try to drive them. But in some cases, they insist otherwise. So our goal, my goal in, in sponsoring this particular policy was to get rid of all that and to have the nurse's restroom be the only accommodation allowed or some type of private restroom, didn't have to right. be the nurses, but some type of private restroom. Um, but the district came out and said, well, we're not gonna change what we're doing. And so it ended up passing 7-0, I think because of that declaration that was made by the superintendent before the vote. So that was disappointing right. because, you know, nothing's really changed, but we do have a policy now and a, you know, a different superintendent might interpret that differently, which is what happens in other districts. Uh, any sort of surprises that you've experienced so far being on the school board, anything that you really, I think that you feel that needs massive improvements, but you're not seeing too much of a change there? Yes, there are a few. Um, one I will say is it's really was surprising to me how much of a business mm -hmm. this is. And I went to a Texas Association of School Boards conference last fall, um, which was part of you know getting my professional development as a trustee. And so I went, and I had had some concerns and been critical of this organization. But I went to the training and. I just noticed this is more of a business than really it is about educating the kids. I walked around the, the marketplace that all conventions have where vendors are trying to, you know, contact people and, and make pitches for whatever product or service they're representing. And I saw, you know, things for architects and attorneys and artificial turf and electric school buses right. and, and software. But what I didn't really see was a lot of really any 
vendors that focused on improving students' learning outcomes, mm. which is supposed to be a trustee's right. main goal is to help improve student learning outcomes. And I didn't see really any of that. And a lot of the, the seminars and, and that kind of thing at this conference too were also, you know, about how you have to allow, you know, pornography in your libraries and you have to allow students to use whichever locker room they want. And, right. and, and so it was a lot of that. And I was a little surprised at how overt the, the ideology was and how one-sided so, it was. Uh, just to wrap up here, you know, for those parents that are out there, I mean, you went from, again, being involved in human resources to saying, I'm running for office. What message do you have for the, those parents who are very frustrated with their own school districts? Um, what's, your, what's your thoughts and what would you encourage them to do? I would say speak out and be brave. And, you know, first you have to find out what's going on. And I would encourage people to go to, you know, even if you just go to one or two school board meetings a yeah. year, or you can watch them online in most areas. Our district records everything and archives them for years. Just watch and see how your elected officials address parents, how they vote. Before I got on the board, our our district voted 7-0 every time. Everything was unanimous. Everything the district wanted to do, 7-0. I don't think that's a good idea. I don't think it promotes healthy yeah. dialogue, debate, and dissent. But watch, you know, either go to or watch some school board meetings in your town and speak up and be brave. Right. I think we all need to do more of that in America in general, but especially as it relates to our kids. Yeah, you all encourage us uh, so much and inspire us to, to, to get involved. And I will say one of the things the left has done very effectively, for example, uh, George Soros, he spent a lot of time here in Virginia investing and trying to win uh, these school board seats uh, to make sure progressives would be in charge and us in the right have to do the same thing, making sure that we have good, common sense, conservative voices on the school boards. Let's uh, make sure we take control of those local um, offices, uh, elected offices that are so important uh, because, you know, politics, it's local and, and it's important to be involved. Thank you, Stephanie, so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Of course. And remember, if you missed an episode, you can always go back and watch it up on our website at cpac.org slash now, or you can listen wherever you get your podcast. Uh, we'll see you next time. God bless.